Welcome. I am Zen. I'm joined by my good friends Gabe, Josh, and Brody. This is the inaugural episode of Storm Chasers. This is not the first game within the world of Initiative Comics. I won't drop too much of the history of the world here. That's for another time and place. But I will let you in on what you need to know leading up to this story that is about to unfold. We are about to step into a world much like our own, with a few tweaks and changes here and there, as the butterfly effects of superhuman existence leaves ripples throughout the timeline. There exists an anomaly among humans, known as Varens. These beings are born with a strange gene that gives them access to seemingly random powers. The number of these humans with variations has rocketed since 2010, with conservative interests feeling threatened by their existence and cracking down on these individuals with the Variant Containment Unit, along with other measures. These aggressive actions led to an extremist group led by a variant known as the Metallurge to destroy Jersey City, assault the White House, and nearly plunge the world into a nuclear apocalypse in 2020. That's only a fraction of what has happened in the world, but we'll be switching to a micro-focus as we discuss the setting of our story. Crown City Crown City is a unique situation, located south of San Francisco and standing for over a century. Our heroes find themselves in a city built on dreams, on the future, and on itself. During the fires in San Francisco in 1906, famed industrialist Carlton Crown, with an E, met with the city officials with a plan for a new and improved city to replace the old one. His plans were rejected in favor of rapid redevelopment and other more cost-effective methods of building a city. He was not deterred. Meeting with a longtime friend known as the Machine King, he purchased miles and miles of land, deciding to build his city underground. With the two's combined technical know-how, they built a city that was more secure and more advanced than any before it. Burgeoning businesses flocked to the safety of their walls and unregulated leases. They welcomed any and all inventors, leading the city to be crawling with steampunk-esque robots, strange experiments happening next to residential homes, and all manner of strange and questionable practices to be commonplace in the underground. Sadly, the city did not stand. No one knows how it exactly happened, but the massive cave system flooded, drowning and killing any and all that were in the city at the time. Caution's son, Jeremiah Crown, was not deterred. He took it upon himself to build a new crown city atop the old one, using the reinforced caves as stable land to build an above-ground city in the same swath of land. This city would span nearly 30 square miles and be surrounded by a massive wall. Construction was aided by the hero known as Zero, a Superman type, to be brief. And it all came to be in a matter of only years. This city was unlike any before or after. Built upon the dreams of a family of futurists and privately owned by the same family, it's constantly found itself to be at the bleeding edge of trends and technology. Drones patrol the streets. No physical currency is accepted. Holograms are commonplace, and once again, any and all with a vision for the future are accepted into the wall. For better, or for worse. For years, the city was governed by the Crown family until the most recent term by Augustus Crown, in which he instated heavy anti-variant laws, created a cryptocurrency for the city, and allowed shadowy government institutions like Starwatch to conduct all manners of strange experiments inside the city walls. His son, Jeremy Crown, ran against him in the first Crown v. Crown campaign race ever in the city. Jeremy won the race, and his first action in office shocked many. He put his running mate in charge repealing the bill that allowed the Crowns to rule over Crown City without question, and left Samuel Moore in charge. A month after this new term started, 
a battle took place between the premier superhero team, the Herald, and a crazed AI known as the Overmind. In this battle, waves of nanites were released to blanket the globe, intended to balance the issue of variants by giving all humans similar abilities. The team was able to stop all but one bomb. This bomb landed in the Crown City Mega Mall, infecting hundreds of shoppers with strange machines that imbued them with a variety of powers. The city was then put into a month-long lockdown as they dealt with the influx of augmented citizens. The lockdown was lifted a week prior, with the private military company known as Atlas moving into the city to keep the peace, set to leave within the next few weeks if all goes well. With an uneasy and untrusting air of the city, three of these stormers must go back to their normal lives and deal with the effects of their powers and the dangers they could bring. With the lore dump out of the way, we are playing a combination of rules from the Cortex Prime Handbook, a unique system to say the very least. We'll tackle mechanics as they are presented, and a full list of the rules being used will be posted sometime in the next week. Our three heroes are... Everett Hudson, otherwise known as Hornet, a guy who has been transformed into a human-insect hybrid after being exposed to the Nanite Swarm. Eliza Ellis, a telepath and telekinetic with limited controls over her abilities. Alex Ullman, volunteer for a secret government experiment. And with that, everything out of the way, let's center ourselves, roll some dice, and get into tonight's issue of Storm Chasers. The Doom Pool is beginning at 2d6. Where's my dice? I am blue. Blue. The blue uh, metal thing. Oh. We find ourselves within the cramped city streets of Crown City, within the residential district in the southeast and across from the quarantined financial district. On the eastern edge of this district sits Crown City High School, a short three-floor building, and across the street sits a bodega, a multi-level department building with various shops underneath it. Within a split between the two sides of the building lays an alleyway, where the silhouette of a man shifts against the blue-painted dumpster. Taking a hand to block out the sun pouring over him from the midday sun, he shifts once again, supporting himself on the closed dumpster cover. Josh, if you would be so kind, just grab your character. What you see is a early 20s uh, male, pretty muscular, but not bulky build. Um, A admittedly plain, but uh, plain face. Um, one would say it was a handsome face, if it wasn't for the disheveled features like the messy hair or the uh, unkept uh, stubble. Uh, like wearing like a pullover hoodie and like worn jeans and aged boots. Uh, worn boots, sorry. <laughs> it's fine, dude. Aged, aged, aged boots. <laughs> like, like, uh, sorry. like wine. Like wine. <laughs> like, uh, that sounds God. fine. That's fine. It's okay. No, it's all good. Don't get. Yeah. Don't overthink it. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Whatever. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, you take out your phone, covered in dirt, cracked beyond belief, but still working. It's about three p.m. as you're waking up. So, what does Alex Altman do in this alleyway? Like you said, he's getting up for the day. Um, he, well, he's gonna check if anyone, any leads have sent him any messages. Like nothing at the moment. 
No call back from your mom. No call back from your former business partner. I, I I doubt I'd get any. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a reach, but hey, it's yeah. okay. And uh, yeah, not much else. So, what's your next plan of action? He's going to try to find uh, or head to a place where he knows he can uh, not be seen. He is a lot. It hasn't been too long since he's been attached to this mm. thing, and he'd like to keep it keep it uh, under wraps. Yeah, try, right. try to get as you a hand start on. moving through the alleyway, uh, kind of stumbling a little bit. You are just waking. He up. He did just like wake up. Dead yeah. leg, you know. You yeah. were you weren't even sleeping. You were kind of just like passed out. Mm-hmm. It was so late that you were just like <laughs> slammed down. Kind of didn't even know where you were. So dark. But as you start moving. Your phone rings. A little triple tone. It's Alan. One of your news contacts. What's up, Alan? Alex? Uh, you... Alex. You... Okay, I need to tell you this fast. I, I need to go underground. What's right. up? I looked into... I looked into Starwatch. Uh, I found a scientist. He's living out in Fifth Village. Apparently, he's got everything you need. Everything you need to know, everything you might need to find out more about them, whatever they're doing in the city, but uh, you'll have to follow it yourself. I, I've been having too many tales the last couple hours. Listen, listen, I need to go off the radar. Good luck. I hope you find what you need, but I cannot do any more favors like this for you, man. You don't fuck with this shadowy government bullshit. Take care of yourself, man. Just, thanks. Alright? Alright. Hopefully you find what you need. See you Stay whenever safe. I can. Of course. The line cuts. Fifth Village. Better head there. Alright. So, you know exactly how to get to Fifth Village. It's a small little village outside in the hills of California. Uh, it used to be one of the villages used by the construction workers who were building the new Crown City. Mm-hmm. After a while, they kind of just lived there. So, right. they ended up turning them into small little towns. Very humble Anyway, but the way to get there is to take the monorail to the city limits, probably the north gate, and then take a bus from the gate into the village. Yeah. Simple. Should be simple. Should be simple. Should be simple. <laughs> probably won't so, be. Uh, I'll leave it up to you. How are you going to do that? Um, he's probably going to take the most direct route he can, so... Alright. We threw the monorail and... Through the monorail. Not through the monorail. You know, <laughs> straight to the monorail, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you're going to exit out from the, from the alleyway, onto yeah. the street, try to find the monorail? Mm-hmm. Well, luckily, uh, at the south exit of the alleyway, you find an overhead, kind of like the uh, L train. You know what I mean? The uh, overpass. Yeah. Uh, it's large metal overpass, shining metal. You can see one of the monorails actually going by as you exit out the loud shitty city streets kind of invading your ears and disorienting you above the usual amount mm-hmm. to a strange degree. Um, you're able to center yourself once more, though, with a couple more seconds of breathing. And you can see one of the ways up nearby. One crosswalk. Gonna cross the crosswalk. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, all right. Well, 
as you do so, I'm going to need you to roll the first roll of the game. All right. Uh, it's going to be Ooh. kind of just looking out for a tail. All right. But passively, if you know what I mean. No, don't want to be like oh. whipping yeah. your head around every other direction. Yeah. Um... Time to get some of that classic Josh luck. <laughs> oh, I rolled a two somehow. Oh, boy. On that minimum three dice. Um, no, you, Gabe, you can't even use ones in Cortex. <laughs> ones are not usable in pools. So D8 molded by hardship. Yes. Uh, D8. Oh, uh, actually, step back for a moment to explain how this works. So, uh, Cortex is a game made up of trait sets. Each trait in these sets would have a rating from a D4, not usually, but sometimes, from D4 to a D12, and you pick one from each trait that makes sense here. For this role, he'll be choosing from his... Distinctions? From Distinctions, which is uh, small little snippets about your character, uh, what they're about, other little tidbits, maybe some hidden stuff in there, too. Uh, you could do your approach approaches, which is how you do something, not what you're doing, which you're doing uh, cleverly. Cleverly. Hmm. I thought I was gonna be, forget the exact options I wrote there because uh, I don't have anything in front of me. Cleverly. Yes, uh, and the other ones are the other ones we're using are what powers, values, and specialties, as well as relationships. Yeah. And again, full use... doc for the rules will be sometime. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll use the. D10 value truth. Sure. I think that. I think yeah, that no, that fits. Yeah. First roll. And that's uh, gonna be. And in it's my in... explanation, I forgot to oh, roll against damn. you. Josh can kind of roll on film. <laughs> on <laughs> on film. film. Well, on audio. <laughs> Apparently, too, so I cannot. Right. I got a four over here. Okay. So what was that? Eighteen. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. That is a double heroic success. Right. On a heroic success, your effect die, which is a die from your pool you choose to inflict onto the other as damage, a complication, or other thing, uh, gets stepped up. On a double heroic success, it stacks. So, you get to bank a hero die, I believe. Yes. So bank it. <laughs> that was a... Uh... D8? No, that was a D10. D10. Well, stepped up? Uh, oh. No, it would be stepping up the D10, so it would be a... Oh my god, are you starting this game I'm with sorry, a D12 bang? D- oh my god. The big dick yeah. energy is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Josh does not usually have this kind of luck. Uh, for Just reference, at home games, it's usually what? Nothing above a 12? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say that And 12 bad, is Josh on a good day. As you move... Fives. As you move through the oh crosswalk, God. God damn. Okay. As you move through the crosswalk, uh, you turn your head slightly to the left, and you're able to spot what seems to be a clear undercover government agent. You know, big leather jacket, oh, yeah. ball cap, sunglasses. You're like, it's like, it's okay, like if you is... weren't on the run, you would have like started investigating him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, ball is in your court, Alex Altman. You know what? Um. Uh, is there like a, a, whoa, what's the population look like? Is there, is it like crowded? Could he get lost in the crowd or something? Like You can make a roll for that, sure. Sure. Uh, I would say it would be difficult, but not impossible. Um, and for reference, that would be, you're rolling against 2d8 over here. Yeah. Well, my again. Hey, you want to see that? <laughs> it's pretty big. It's not bad. 
definitely a... Do you want to say everything you're rolling for the... Yeah, I think I'm just yes, going to go oh, with distinction... Just to remind everyone, we are doing that every time players yes. roll. Yes, yes. Uh, I think I'm just going to go to the distinction uh, molded by hardship again, and then the cleverly <laughs> approach again. Do you hey, not uh, have... Gabe? Anything else that would help? I... A specialty, maybe? Specialty... I don't think so. <laughs> what do you have for specialties? A media, combat, and menace. I, I these I don't think these apply. Media, combat, and well for specialties. For specialties, no covert. I covert would have applied here. So without that, uh, I believe that's your role. I mean, you yeah. can roll a d4 for a specialty you don't have. Oh yes. All right. So yeah. you might as well. Yeah. Add so that would apply D4 there. Thank you for the rules clarification. Uh, yeah, that works. Right. God, I miss having music. We need to find some. We gotta figure it out. We gotta figure out something. And there's the Josh look. <laughs> there it is. Yes! A two, a two uh, like, total? Uh, yes. I Wait, are those all ones. one? There's Can I have one. those for the Doom Pool? <laughs> Can I have all of that? Dude, you get three, dude. I get three PP. You get... Uh-huh. Big old we, okay, we have to make the joke. Josh, yeah, with the bagel. Pee -pee, <laughs> Josh with the bagel. Of course. The game. Oh there my god. Go, Josh, you have no total. Shit. Ones are not usable. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> There's no total. So, how, Josh what, did, what did you give me? Fails the worst uh, I, can fail. It has to be a zero. Uh, can I have the uh, dice cup or Hold on, We've never it. had someone roll. What are, what are We've played other Cortex games as a group, no obviously not recorded. That, that, We've never had I don't, a zero before. I don't think we've ever had someone roll. We've never zero. had a zero before. That is, <laughs> that is of ridiculous. Uh, yeah, oh you know what? God. It's because we said something. If we hadn't said anything about the <laughs> yeah, Josh look, he yeah. might have gotten, <laughs> <you laughs> gotten at least one you die that was over. Oh, my jeez. All right. So, what Josh just did is he handed over three, his entire pool to oh, me, ones. basically. Three yeah. three dice over to me because he rolled ones. I can ask for those, and in return, they get plot points, which can help them fuel uh, character abilities or change, I believe, establish assets and other mechanical benefits. Just a quick clarification on what that is. We'll Jeez. cover them as they come up. Wow. Yeah. So, you... Immediately, as you're walking, it seems like everyone just kind of avoids you. Mm. <laughs> and as they do so, you kind of like, you're like, oh shit, why are they doing this? And then you breathe deeply for the first time since you woke up. You smell like shit. <laughs> you smell like absolute ass, dude. You've been on the run for a few days. You've not had a shower. You were disgusting. Oh, so people are kind of like, and then you look over and you see like a couple businessmen, a couple businesswomen just like looking over you like, uh, like, 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 Sprinkling their noses like, oh god, just looking at you like, like you've never been treated this badly in your life. Right. <laughs> but either way, because of that, this agent is directly on you, and there's a weird benefit. You can tell he's definitely looking for you specifically. Right. <sighs> what to do? Um. For reference, by the way, you would have been rolling against a twelve. Uh huh. So not even that high in the grand scheme. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Oh crap. Oh, wow. So. So blending in the crowd won't work. So he's. <laughs> he's going to attack him. No, no. Uh, he's going to. <laughs> he's going to attempt to act naturally and just kind of bored. Just trying to draw just try to get up the stairs get on the monorail yeah that's a like um, try to time the boarding if you can get on at like the last timing second. the boarding yeah. wouldn't necessarily be a roll 
but we can use one of my little unique house rules, and you just pick high or low on a D100 roll. I'll pick, uh, you know, since I'm rolling low, I'll go low. 34. All right. All right. You are good. So you kind of uh, pick up the pace a bit, uh, kind of stomping up the, uh, the metal stairs, getting into the crowd that is up there, which is much larger than the one that was on the street, and then pushing past them as much as you can, uh, weaving your way through the sea of people, making your way to the doors as the monorail arrives. And you get onto a single car, kind of get in there, like push past a couple more people, and sit down on one of the, on one of the chairs, long bench kind of style chairs um, on this monorail. You think you've lost him. I think. You think. Now, you're going to survey your surroundings, right? Yeah, of course. Take it in. There's some businessmen chatting up a storm on their individual cell phones, you know? Buy this, sell this, trade, trade this, buy. Buy that NFT. Delay the merger. <laughs> <laughs> I need my board ape NFT now. <laughs> and put down 10K on the bid for this board ape NFT. I need to be like Eminem and all those other cool celebrities. I all right. I want pictures. <laughs> I want a JPEG. All right. I need uh, Mila Kunis to use my NFT in her show. <laughs> um. <laughs> the, what? All right. I'll get into that later. Um, we can talk about that. There's NFT. a group of teenagers arguing about some fandom or another in the other corner. Or NFTs. You don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> but directly across from you are two kids. Very alone as if everyone else has formed themselves around them and are kind of avoiding them at all costs uh they're not maybe not even past 17 and these two kids the first one that catches your eye is so this is clearly uh someone who has changed during the storm he has it's a uh, it looks to be like around or is a, at least augmented in some way looks to be a uh like a 16-year-old kid. He's got uh, blonde hair that, like, sort of forms down when it gets towards the roots, turned to green. Uh, he has white... Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a white kid. He's got uh, eyes that have similar to compound eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, um, he's clean-shaven. His hair is uh, a bit shaggy. He wears simple clothes. There's like a t-shirt that has some sort of company on it, like a robotics company or something. Um, Harper, right? Something like that, I think so. Harper, uh, Harper Har Technologies is your little... Yes. <laughs> is yes, little the one that field. made the, the uh, one. arm for your sibling. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, Sorry, a little bit of lore dump there. <laughs> uh, he has... He's wearing long sleeves, so you can't really tell offhand, but there's, if it's one thing for certain, you can tell us that the back of his shirt has been cut open, because against even against the subway, uh, the monorail seat, you can see a pair of wasp wings sticking out between mm -hmm. his back. Uh, they occasionally twitch as he sits. Um, every once in a while, his head will, like, twitch in some sort of direction in, like, a unnatural sort of way, but... Uh, he looks to be in a relatively positive demeanor for the most part. Uh, it's kind of surprising to see a kid that's been so clearly augmented uh, acting this this matter of a... Uh... Very nonchalant. Yeah. Say, yeah. And yeah. the one that's standing next to him and engaging in a conversation, which we will be keying into in a moment. Uh, she looks to be around the same age. Uh, stands about five foot four. 
uh, in blonde hair and back in like a, a French braid, uh, blue shirt, jeans, uh, Converse. It hasn't really been, and doesn't look like, she, doesn't it? She looks like a person. She, she doesn't look like she's been. As in, as in, like a mean? normal person, uh, like, not, not like, like she's a, been changed. Yeah, yet. she All hasn't right. been All right. physically uh, changed. Yeah, yeah, like outwardly. Yeah, <laughs> like sh- yeah. Well, and the only reason I bring it up is because like she's, she's standing, she's next, standing next to, next to, yeah. to no, yeah, and yeah. engaging in conversation as, with someone who is so said, clearly bit a freak, different. Bit of a freak. So, <laughs> you know, she is. You know, in comparison, you know. Yeah, average, she looks average like an average person. All right, yeah. <laughs> Is that about it? Uh, as far as the physical description goes, yeah, she's not. All right. What are these two kids talking about? You cannot tell me. It wouldn't be cool to have a grappling hook. Why? You have wings. Why would you even need a grappling hook? Because I can't fly without being getting shot, without being threatened to get shot down by the cops every two seconds. And you think they're going to let you use a grappling hook? I think they're not going to see it as much. Alex, if you would, give me give me a roll. See if you recognize either of these. Okay. Well, I mean, you wouldn't recognize the bug. But would, yeah, no. If you recognize uh, the girl. Yeah. Uh, it was molded by hardship. It's the one that sure. fits there. And, and nothing about your journalism? Yeah? I don't have a <laughs> for that. I, I can, uh, might need to adapt one after the session. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. That's a I mean, big part of the character. Your, your, the, your character is a journalist, yet yeah. none of their distinctions are about being a journalist. Yeah. It was um, an oversight. Yeah. Bit, bit, bit silly. Cleverly, uh, media. Uh, uh, I see why not. Uh, so, a little word of advice there. Maybe you want to say what category those are under. Specialty <laughs> master of media. Right, mastery of media. Master, right. Yeah. It sounds weird when you say uh, it out loud. Yeah. Do you have a relationship dial with? Oh yes. Yes. But, uh, because that it would, would contribute to this. What? It would. It's to, okay. It's yeah. to remember somebody you yes, know. Yes. To yeah. recognize this person. Yeah. For reference, uh, Alex Altman has a relationship die with Eliza, which means they're connected in some way. Yes. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, it takes you a few moments. Uh, they keep talking. You're just like... You eventually start doing that thing where you just snap your fingers like... Ah, I know. That's Eliza Ellis. She was a... Uh, you guys, I think you worked together uh, on the school on the school, press. school paper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back when you were both in high school. You're a few years out, and she's probably, what, junior year now? So. But you definitely recognize her. It isn't like we have any other form of transportation. Look, I mean, in the city, the monorails and everything worked fine. And outside of the city, what good is a grappling hook gonna do you? It's cool. It's pointless. It's... Everett. Nothing needs a point. Things science is not. You don't pursue science for the point of it. I'm done arguing with you. This is stupid. This is stupid. (laughs) I'm gonna find an idea that you think is cool, and 
One of, one of these days, I'm going to get an idea that you think is dumb, and it's going to end up becoming in real handy. You're going to regret saying it was stupid. A grappling hook sounds kind of cool. Thank you. What? what? <laughs> huh? You want to describe what you've been doing? Have you moved towards towards them, or are you just talking, yelling across a, 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 a car? Uh, he's, like, getting a bit closer. Mm. Holding on to one of the poles now, yeah. instead of sitting on the bench. Uh, Long time no see, Eliza. I'll uh, give uh, it to you. You recognize him after, Alex? after a second, yeah. Uh, that's me. Uh, it... I know. It's been a while. Okay. Uh, how are you? What are you doing? You... Oh, uh... Are you okay? You don't look <laughs> great. Oh, you know. Uh, uh... He smells like shit. Yeah, she kind of honestly inches Josh, a, a little bit further Alex away Altman from him. Alex Altman is receiving the first complication of the series, <laughs> which is <laughs> smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down fully uh, on the character sheet, please. What, what's the die rating? D six. It's it's D6. not that big. Eliza just does, bears uh, repeating. <laughs> slide away from him a bit and a little closer to uh, Everett. I know this is a responsive. Mm-hmm. I know yeah, I'm looking and. Smelling a little worse for wear, but thought I'd say hi. Well, uh, it's great to see you again. Uh, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, uh, <laughs> never stopped the whole journalism thing. Uh, went freelance. You still at the school, doing the school paper? <laughs> uh, no, uh, last year I was doing robotics, and this year I'm not. Uh, <laughs> It's literally like the the friend that you met that you, the friend that you made who's like I'm gonna make it big and then he comes back up to you and you're, he's a homeless man. <laughs> don't don't put that vibe on me. That's gonna end up happening to me. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I. Uh, what being homeless? See. No, saying I'm gonna make it big and then not making it big. <laughs> well, uh, what kind of stories have you been following? Have you found anything big? Uh, oh boy. Uh, let's say, uh, I'm, I'm on the trail of something pretty big. Maybe they're on the trail of me. Everett, I need to know how... How much are you focusing on their exchange here? Uh, I'm focusing more on what this stranger says than what Eliza's saying right now. Alright, where are your eyes at the moment? My eyes are more of my questions. My eyes are everywhere, literally. I don't have. I can't. Fo- Good point. You. Oh wait, you have a power about vision, yes, don't you? Yes. Flies. So I'm gonna need you to roll them. Okay. Using using the fl- eyes. Yes. I love flies. Okay. So right, assemble that dice pool. All right. So so even though my ears are focused on what this new guy is saying, my compound eyes are focused everywhere because yeah. I can't focus on one thing anymore. I also believe you'd be a little more nervous than usual. Yeah. Even if not outwardly. Um, I'm going to use the truth value, mm. the uh, the cleverly uh, approach, mm-hmm. the antisocial butterfly distinction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my power called flies, which gives me an enhanced form of sight for uh, 2d10 and 2d8. Total of 16. 16. All right, I would say you are able to spot it. It's it takes a second glance, but you're able to spot somebody slipping on what seems to be a gold metal mask. Uh... 
and then two others slip on similar metal masks, featureless except for two eye slits. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> Not that good. Uh, guys? These people are all wearing large hoodies. Techwear pants, you know, the... The sleek, kind of like sweatpants vibe, but with Baggy a bunch of straps. Yeah. Tapered leg. Tapered legged, bunch of straps, bunch of random straps, like, it's not even doing anything. Guys. And then uh, they pull guns. Guys! What? Yeah, uh, what is it? Alright! Let's get everyone's phones out. Oh, boy. Open your wallets. We'll be stealing everything. Great. Just what I needed. Uh, one of the, one of these people wearing, uh, a golden mask uh, takes out what seems to be an electronic skimmer. A, it looks like a scan gun that you'd find in a Walmart or somewhere. I know this tech. You know this tech. You know exactly how this is going to work. They're going to open up their digital wallets. He's going to scan them. He's going to scan the cart code on them. And he's going to get access to all of their funds. Thousands. Who knows who's on this car Possibly right now? Possibly their life savings. Possibly life savings. Possibly millions of dollars. Uh, how all close are we... To a car, to like an exit to to another car of the train. You're about in the middle of the tr of the car. Unfortunate. Yes. Also unfortunate for you is that they are at the front and back. Two groups. One of the lesser, uh, not lesser. I'm sorry. Uh, one of the ones wearing the more plain masks, the non-gold ones, mm -hmm. goes to the front car, uh, front of the car. The other one goes to the back, and they both take out this small device that they place on the doors that seems to expand uh, like small arms shooting out and then grabbing onto the edges of the doors, keeping them in place. You've also seen this kind of tech. It's used to create choke points in combat. They've sealed off the car. I don't like this. We need to find a way out. I don't think there's going to be a way out without doing something stupid. The gold-masked, uh, you'd assume gang member... By just the way that they're all wearing matching clothes. General vibe. Yeah, the general vibe. <laughs> matching outfits, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, he starts moving towards each of them, scanning a small trill. Bing! Bing! Keeps getting each and every one of the people in the car's information. You want to get Moving robbed? closer and closer to you. Not particularly. Well, there's really... I don't think there's, any, I don't think there's another way out of this, guys. Okay, I hope this works. Right. Um, what is Eliza doing? She wants to try to make him the the gold masked man who's going around collecting information. She wants to make him uh make him feel afraid. Tap into your newly newly given psychic powers? Yes. Afraid? You said? Yes. Alright, roll. Uh, she's not implanting any specific the, thoughts the in him. She's going as as we'll call him. Yeah, All right. she's going as, as as simple as I think like in telepaths can yes. get, which is just emotions. Is mm -hmm. what she's going for here. Absolutely. So I roll with a D eight distinction of uh, a novice uh, in psychic. And honestly, I have three dice in my pool. <laughs> uh, I will roll with a D ten uh, in value of uh, in power. Hope that sounds good. A D approach of cleverly. Ooh. I'm going to spend a and a D six uh, power of. Uh, uh, I'm going to spend control. a doom die to reroll two dice, which is another house roll. And then uh, 
you know, I'll do D4. I mean, would a psych apply here as a specialty? or Yes. Then I'll roll with a D8 psych. It's an expertise in uh, the mind and messing with people, hmm. even outside of psychic powers. I hope that sounded good. It felt good. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I got, got a 15. That's not bad. 15. We've got an 8 over here. Is that indeed that a is heroic success? 9, yes, 10, 11, 12, 13. I have that is one off of a double. No, never mind. Sorry. I have a I'm D10 and we'll step up to a D12 because it's heroic. Yeah. And D12 I would like that? to inflict a complication. Okay. Uh, Do you yeah. want to step that up and take him out with an easy out? Which would give me a D6 into my Doom Pool. I will not, because Josh gave you a lot of dice earlier. <laughs> Damn it! He remembered basic, basic continuity, basic arithmetic. So no, I will, I will settle for a D twelve. Uh, because it's a D twelve, let's call it terrified. Okay. The man stops, dropping the gun. It shatters onto the ground. Uh, the you can see the screen goes off. It probably lost all of that data. Maybe the hard drive's even destroyed. Maybe you should make sure of that, Everett. Just a thought. Anyway. So, he starts backing up towards a group of the people, spinning around in in a bit of a panic. He's confused, he's scared, but it's it's a strange form of fear because it's more than you would have inflicted or you think you would have inflicted. It's it's strange. Just as if there's an additional fear factor going in Fear factor coming into this uh, person's mind. Starts spinning, uh, breathing heavily. What is, what is, what, where, what, starts thinking what's going me. on? He rips off the mask and you can see his face is just completely uh, engulfed in fear. His mouth is wide open. He's sweating bullets, She's fast good. bullets. Where am I? I don't know who, who, who are you? What's going on? Everett and one of the other uh, people wearing the masks comes over and knocks him on the head. Everett, this is when you see something strange. Mm. The people still wearing the masks. As he knocks him on the head, you're able to see between the mask and the face. There's a purple glow in their eyes. Mm. You don't know what that means. Everett starts thinking to... uh, Because he knows Elias as a telepath, he's going to think in her general direction. Can you get the scanning gun toward me? Alright. Uh, she's gonna reply uh, telepathically. Kinda already pushing it doing that much. Um, I can try, but uh, I don't know how it's gonna go. Just mm-hmm. try and get me the scary okay. gun. She's. Eliza. I don't know, I just threw none. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. So, <laughs> random before any on. of the... Uh, before any of the guards go for the scanning gun, she's going to try and move it in, tw- uh, in towards Everett. Like, it just in barely above the ground. Crisis averted. Um, so that it's not... You know, it's not up here with people seeing it, but it's also not dragging along the ground. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
So um, just a slight hover, like a few inches. Yes. All right, that's gonna be that's gonna be rough for you. I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah. It'll be pretty hard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I expect it to be. Uh, we're gonna go with D8 distinction of a, a novice psychic. All right. Uh, D10 uh, approach for uh, and gracefully. Okay. Uh, oh, just for a note, we're using limited doom pool, so difficulty is still static to a certain degree. Gonna go for D6 value justice. Because she doesn't necessarily care about these people's information. (laughs) Um, I don't really care if all of your money is lost. I mean, it sounds like a them problem. Uh, Gonna go with a D8. Wow. uh, Intellikinesis power. All right. And then uh, I don't have any specialties that apply here. Are there any specialties that would apply here for me to use a D4? I don't um, think so. I'm thinking covert for like yeah, yeah, Steve Covert. covert? Yeah. Okay, then I'll roll a D4 for the specialty I don't have. Wow. Okay. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> that sounds great. Okay, so. Hopefully. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I yeah. love dice. Uh, I have a 13, <laughs> yeah, which isn't sorry. necessarily bad. Yes. The bad part is I have three ones. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I'm not necessarily offering these, but I'm stating them because I have a... Would you like to limit. offer one of those? Uh, I'll offer you the D6. Alright. That sounds fun. Step up the D4 in my pool. And if you could pass him... Whoops! Nice. Butterfingers. Yep. Well, butterfingers. <laughs> Alright, what did you get? Uh, I got a 13. That is not enough. There's a 14 over here. So. As you... As you pick up the the gun slightly, it rockets up into the roof of the of the car, making a dent it? in there. Uh, it's very far away. Damn. And does it smash it at least as it? Yeah, dents it does. The ceiling? It does, but like it dents it dents indents the ceiling. You hear, and it falls back down as she kind of like. Oh, she jumps back. Yeah, rewinds her hands, just like ooh, and it comes crashing down in a pile of. Shit. <laughs> just a bunch of metal my... scraps. The rest of the... Um, this did draw the attention towards you, though. So the other, uh, maybe four of these gangsters start moving towards you, branching the SMGs. Um, they're not talking, which is very strange. You, you'd think they'd be barking out orders or talking to you hey, or anything. Uh, look, there's nothing to do here. Um, I mean... Your stuff got smashed and nobody here carries cash, so it's not like you can take anything anymore. This One of them steps towards you, um, grabbing you by the shirt, and you hear a voice in your head. Not through your own psychic connection, through another's. What's your game? The moment that this person Uh, grabs her by the shirt, I am flying and throwing... I want to stand up, grab him, and use my wings to force him to the other side of the train car. Alright, alright, alright. Go. Uh, uh, D8 love. What's what I love about this is that he's just an extra technically because he's part of a mob. Mm-hmm. D8 love. D12 the relationship died because yeah. he is directly attacking my best friend. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use. Would the, you please uh, read the uh, the, the, <laughs> the scripture for the relationship? Oh yeah, my uh, she's my best friend in the world. Um. A D8 forcefully, and then uh, my D6 wings. Yeah. And then uh, I think that's everything. So I have a D12, two D8s, and a D6. 
That's kind of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Even on the D12. Yeah, oh, no. Uh, total of 10. 10. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh. All right. Well, <laughs> doesn't that suck? Oh. No, I got a 12. Never mind. All right. Brain, brain do good. Uh, <laughs> total of 10. As you rocket towards him, this, uh, this gangster actually moves Eliza over towards your trajectory, uh, into the path of your trajectory. Yeah. And you slam into her. Um, honestly, for a doom die, take a d6 of physical stress from as ever it slams into you. Sorry. Uh, you kind of fall flat on the floor afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not much damage to you, but maybe to your self-esteem. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> afterwards, you can see you, uh, sorry, moving over to Alex, what you've been doing. Uh, well, not much. <laughs> no, clearly. Uh, uh, but what you can see is that the rest of them are starting to put another device onto one of the walls of the, of the, uh, of the train car, uh, seemingly wanting to explode outwards and maybe get out through that way. Uh, well, it, he's going to run a bit into that direction and then send out, uh, a tendril. Okay. Uh, to grab the explosive device. Completely unexplained tendril, sure. Continue. Roll. <laughs> no, that's the point of it. It's supposed to be unexplained, Liam. <laughs> yes, yeah, what I'm saying! <laughs> uh, a D8, lethal protector. Oh, take that back. D8, two and one. Alright. Um, a D10, forcefully. Mm. A D11, spoiler. <laughs> D11? D11? <laughs> oh my god, my favorite die. Hey, yeah. you can get a D1, guys. Uh, Destiny yep. 1? Alright. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Mobius strip inverted. What did you just say? It's just a Mobius strip. <laughs> In combat. I'm just Gabe just makes references. I'm like, yeah? And, uh, well, the one sided die would be a Mobius strip. Say, would it? Uh, yes. Oh, it would. Would it not just be a, like a like a ring? No, it would be a Mobius strip. Well, a ring's all one surface. Yeah, but it doesn't land yeah, side you up. Oh, up. you're right. Sorry. You know what? Roll your pool. I completely missed that. We're very professional. Yes. Of course. Incredible. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, we, we got a 16. That is enough. That is more than enough. Yes, with a D10 Not a heroic effect. success. There's a 13 over here. Style on these. A what effect? A D10 effect. D10 effect? Are you directly attacking one of them? Uh. What is your effect I doing? Well, you're not attacking them, right? You're trying to grab. Uh, well, okay, yeah. He's trying to grab the device. Grab the device? That is more than enough to grab this device. Okay. Uh, as Alex starts sprinting towards this group, he plants both feet, extending one of his hands as this uh, purplish black substance grows over it and then extends off of it, latching onto the uh, metal box and pulling it back in towards him and it comes safely into his hand uh, and the rest of the goo kind of weaves, mm-hmm. uh, weaves back into you. Or so it seems. You can't see past his sleeve. In an attempt to regain my pride, I'm going to try to do the exact same attack on the guy he just took the box from. Alright, so a longer run. Go. Uh, yeah. Right. A... Uh, I want to do, uh, let's do D6 power. I love mobs, because it means I need so many more dice let's than do every other character ever. Not power, sorry. D6 justice. Uh, oh, forcefully D6. D8. 
The combat specialty. And then we're gonna do. All right, that's a lot of ones over here. My distinction is gonna be antisocial butterfly for a D8, and then we're gonna do uh, my amp strength for another D8. Take that. Well, don't take that. Can you put that in the brains? I don't know why I said take that. <laughs> like this random die. You take that game. Yeah, you take that. You D8. take Ooh, it, guys. Double eights. Double Ooh. eights for a sixteen with a D eight of effect. Nice. Sixteen. Got a ten over here. I did get a one on oh, a D six. Oh, that's a heroic. Do you want to give me that? That's a heroic. Do you want to give me that D six for the? Duel? I will give you a uh, that D six for a heroic. So that D eight becomes a D ten. The D ten effect die. Have a uh, token. And I I bank a hero die, right? Uh yeah. All right. So. So whatever your effect that was. It was an eight. All right, cool. And it got stepped up to a ten. Yes. Right. Can I get a pencil? Give him. Jesus. <laughs> Just desperately like, please. please. Um, so, you, you're just going to attack the mob? Yeah, I want to... Quote-unquote mob, yes. uh, in technical terms. I am using my... Uh, my I'm flying myself towards him and then using my amp strength to just shove him against the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, All the right. car wall. All right, D10? D10 effect. That takes out a mob die. Cool. Oh, no, I dropped the die. Can you get that, John? Yeah. Thank you. Um... Fumbling, nervous. Uh, so that is enough to take out out two of them. Uh, as you use your ant strength, you kind of push into them, pushing past any of the armor they might have on underneath this sweatshirt, and just shoving him as he goes kind of flying cartoonishly as the train is stopping at the station. As you do this, um, kind of lurching forward, lurching backwards, as one as the one that you pushed launches into another one, falling into a pile. Nice. Uh. Is the one that grabbed Eliza still? Yeah. Hold on. Uh, she's going to reply uh, telepathically. Uh, I'm not playing any games. I wasn't trying to be a hero. I'm just trying not to get robbed today. <laughs> just like frank, frantically like, I, apologizing. Just. Yeah. It wasn't any game. Absolutely. Trying to be played. I'm not trying to be the hero here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's no reply, but he does drop you. Comes over to the other ones. He runs over towards you, Everett, but yeah. he starts he starts shouting, We need to move! They'll be here any second. As the train comes to a full stop, you can hear uh, the stink sound of laser rifles outside. Oh, no. Great. As the doors open, as they would when a train arrives at its destination. Yep. But pouring in in this heavy metal armor, uh, blue and... Well, blue and a darker shade of blue. Mm -hmm. uh, this... Tech, tech armor, but also mixed with, seem to be khakis underneath. Mm -hmm. uh, Atlas soldiers storm in, faceless masks, uh, laser rifles, kind of straight out of Alien, if you want a description of them. Cobra Commander style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Faceless masks. Faceless uh, masks. I think, uh, I think you met Alan earlier. Um, no. Gabe? <laughs> no. Yes. I'm not calling the movie Alien Alan. Uh, well, I will. They pour in, sure, listening. and you'll be the only one. <laughs> the, yeah. What the hell is he talking about? So, so they, they pour uh, in about eight of them, mm -hmm. and three of them take up the, the gangsters, and the rest uh, uh, file in. And there seems to be one who seems to be in charge, uh, wearing uh, kind of like a beret with a uh, shield. Mm -hmm. uh, like a metal golden shield. Like a pin on the hat? Yeah. But it takes so long for me to explain. Uh, yeah, he moves in, kind of eyeing you up, and he makes a circular motion with two of his fingers. Shit. As a drone moves in, this large, boxy, blue metal drone, it starts scanning the crowds. 
You see green, green, green. It hovers over you. Red. There's nothing I can do. Hovers about over this. Eliza. Clearly red. A... Hovers over him, Alex. Orange. I take a mental note of that. And then it starts hovering over everyone else. He snaps his fingers. Grab those three. Bring them outside. Oh, come on. In fact, bring them into an APC. We need them for questioning. I want to start flying. I want to start flying. Use my ant strength to grab Eliza she's, and he, try and fly out of the car. She's going to... As you grab her, you hear her voice in your head. Just calm down. We didn't, we didn't do anything. Do you think they're going to care? He's going to start to be running trying to, uh, there's obviously other, like, doors that are opening, yeah. so he's going to try to find a door just, like, <laughs> all right, make a roll. Yeah. Make a fucking Hail Mary roll, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I did just fly, so there is an ample distraction. Yeah. Molded by hardship. Uh, let's That's see. flight. Um. He seeks gracefully. We'll also have to roll through, don't we? Alright, let's have a little dice pool, Everett, as well. Okay. For your flight. Yep. So, D12 Thank relationship you. die, because I do want to get my best friend out of here. Yeah. Uh, D8 love. Uh, D10, uh, not D8 forcefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll work, trust me, D8 distinction. And then, uh, my D6, uh, wasp wings. So I have a D12, three D8, and a D6. Alright, well, since you've been assembled first, I'll, uh... Him, and then we'll go to you, Alex. Oh, shit. oh, guys, I got an 11. Oh, my God. On the D12, I got an 11. Just milking that D12. <laughs> uh, best I can do is a 14, though. 14. <laughs> F. I got a 13 over here, actually. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> nice. The usual rule is reversed here. Um, I did get a 1 on a D8 if you want it. Do you want to give that to me? I have a lot of Doom dice. No. These are not all Doom dice. I'm good. I'm just... Horrible at organizing. You're good? All right. Yeah, I'm good. So, you are able to push past a, a bulk of the Atlas agents, flying out through the entrance they came in, only to be snagged immediately uh -oh. as you exit out. Uh, I'm going to spend a D10 from the Doom Pool mm -hmm. to inflict a complication on you, bound. Bound. As this kind of, like, laser wire bound. wraps in... <laughs> Uh, laser wire wraps around your torso, constricting you and your wings Shit. as you fall down onto the metal of the of the uh, of the landing. Ever as you see oh, about ten more of these Atlas agents all aiming guns at you. No, no, no. he was he was panicked. Stay where, where you are. Get away. Stay where you are. You won't get I, hurt either. I'm not trying to Alex. leave. He wasn't. At the same time, though. God damn it. Rewinding a few seconds, Alex. Run. <laughs> oh, is this? I don't think this is. It's well, the time. it's what you said your character was gonna do, so you kind of have to full send it. Okay. Um. So I was thinking. Uh, D eight by hardship. Uh, D six gracefully. Mm -hmm. uh, D four covert. Yeah. And would do you think uh, either reflexes or stam would work in this situation? Probably I'm sorry. Not. What was that last one? Stam stamina. Thank you. I don't think it's, it's a it's a no. stretch, but yeah. No. The mics are one way, right? Yeah. As you're speaking to the side. Uh, the yes. I'm... He's fine. I should be fine. It'll be alright. Alright, then I'll just use the uh, distinction, approach, <laughs> and specialty. Alright, sure. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was just a very noticeable difference when he was back and talking. Sorry, some technical oh, stuff. Uh, a ten. <laughs> and... 
Oh my god. I love it. I love when they just like, like everyone just falls flat on their face and it's just like, alright. It's great. It's like the opposite of, of, of the usual. Makes hey, for great moments you though. You can't fall flat on your face if you don't try. That doesn't work. <laughs> Fuck it, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> uh, that's getting clipped. I'm going to clip that. Alright. Uh, so you, you try to run towards one of the doors. Only to remember that they locked all the doors with devices. Right. So you you should have pull on it as two as two Atlas agents kind of pull you by the by by your big jacket, kind of pulling you out through the um through the open door onto the landing where you can see the ten agents, guns now aimed on you as, uh, Everett is being taken down the steps. Everett, you have been taken into the back of an APC. This large metal, yep. think uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh huh. Like cold metal benches, mm-hmm. small fluorescent lights illuminating it. It's not fun. Uh, you are taken to the same place, Alex, and eventually Eliza. You are too. Uh, if you do not act out, that is. She she does not. She asks where they are being taken and if she can make a phone call. The uh, man takes off his uh, beret. You can see. Middle-aged, really bad crow's feet, uh, receding hairline. You're being taken to check to a checkpoint in the financial district. Sorry. He, uh, he simply just says, listen, you're being taken to the commercial district, to a checkpoint. You're going to be questioned. You'll most likely be released. This is just standard procedure, all right? Can I, uh, am I allowed to place a phone call on the way there? Mm-hmm. There are people who are going to be waiting for me. I need to tell them I'm not going to be there. You can make a phone call when we arrive at the location. Okay. He gently pushes you into the back of the APC, and you are all closed in together and tight. In a tight metal box. What were you trying to do running from the cops? How did you think that was a good idea? I needed to get you out of there. (laughs) We, We didn't do anything. We're not the ones in trouble. They were not going to care about that. All you did was get yourself tied up. Uh, They were going to tie me up anyway. You do hear a voice. It's soft, and you kind of have to fade them out in your your ears as you hear it. Experiment on us. They're going to experiment on us. What do we do? What do we do? He tries to brush it off. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll just, like, not acknowledge it at all. No, like... (laughs) Kind of, uh, he, he, you can see, like, you can see him, like, as if he's hearing something and reacting to something pretty heavy, but trying to brush it off, but they... So, like, look of a little bit of worry, and then he shakes his head a bit. You think that, you think I haven't read up on this before? They always, they always tie up the people who are visibly changed, and if you haven't looked yet, I have visibly changed. no, but look, we, we're going to be okay. They're going to take us out. We're going to tell them what happened. I'm going to make a... We won't be there for too long. It's never as simple as they're just going to take us in and question us. I'm not expecting it to be any different. <sighs> Eventually, you hear the engine start. False start. You hear uh, from the front. Fucking come on. And then you're... And then the engine finally purrs the life. And the APC starts moving. Carburetor. 
<laughs> Probably the alternate. You think they could afford better vehicles? All right. And as they are being carted off to this checkpoint, we're going to take a short break and come right back to it. And we'll see what becomes of the, of the three kids just trying to do some right. Oh, Larry and Curly. <laughs> Preak. Yeah, we're gonna fucking pre. And we're back. <laughs> Whatever, you can cut this shit. Yeah. No, I can't. This is a live feed. Editing doesn't, doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. No one edits. <laughs> you know what? I think we should start a 5e Kickstarter and not hire an editor. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's do that. Uh, <laughs> Let's make the Bible 3. <laughs> the Bible 5e. The, the, the newer testament. Sorry, yeah, we just... No, but we just... The the new, no, 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 we need to make the Bible 3.5. Shut up, guys. 3.5? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's already been made, Gabe. Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. No, it's 3.5. The 3.5 was the anyway. dominant form of D&D for over a decade. Are we ready to keep going? <laughs> no, but we should anyway. All right. So, cutting back in. Kind of a hard cut, honestly. You all find yourselves in an interrogation room. You've been taken there through a uh, kind of dismal courtyard. Uh, in, so surrounded by kind of hap ha not haphazard, but very quickly put up uh, gates, fences, guard posts. Brought into this uh, stone building where you are now sitting in a sterile interrogation room. A single metal table in the center that you are sitting at with two guards on either side behind you. And a single camera... Uh, up in the corner of the uh, walls, kind of panning back and forth slowly as it watches the room. You've been uh, here for about uh, five minutes? Well, I mean, you've been in the car much longer, but... In this room, I guess. Uh, I was told I could make a phone call once I got here. That's not up for me to decide. Yeah. That's why if I just take out my phone and make a call, are you going to stop me? Yes. Until Agent Orville comes in here and lets us know that that is allowed, I will stop any and all unallowed actions. That's not what I needed. Can I get a drink of water? That is not in my job description. I am supposed to watch over you. I don't want fascism. Calm down. <laughs> no. This is exactly what this is, Eliza. This is quite literally what this is. You mean to tell me that a bought and sold and paid for police force in inflicting its will upon others illegally is not fascism. We were Understood. One of these soldiers moves towards Alex. Uh, oh, what are you great. doing? Picks you up by the shoulder. We're moving you to another room. Oh. Uh, why are you taking him? So he can be what interrogated, is... of course. Took the words out of my mouth. That's what I Move. thought. I don't know anything. Cool. And they start pushing you forcefully through the door. Out the door. Door slams. Door slam sound effect. So. And there's just the two of you in this room. And one guard. Okay. Got there often. He turns his head towards the guard. 
you you just called him a fascist, and you're gonna <laughs> try and make small talk. Well, do ya? No response. Just dead, dead face. Just respectable. He can. He you know what they he want with us, friend? All right. Okay. Do remember. Uh, I'll cut this bit out. Uh, do remember to describe movements and facial stuff because no one can see that. Right. I did say he nods his head. Well, I mean, we've been there was well, a whole scene for. I'm just moving my arm. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. I talk with my hands. Eliza what, doesn't what kind necessarily of look talk are you with giving hers. him before you spoke and shit like that. That's the thing I'm talking about. Uh, I had something I was gonna do, and then then I clapped. Well, yeah, the ADHD took it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you were being taken down the hallway. <sighs> another room this one less sterile more metal the table is bolted down the chair is bolted down and there are cuffs on the table he sits you down puts your hands in the cuffs clinks them in as tight as they can go they dig into your wrists you can feel something welling up inside you and you have to push it right back down stay down and the guard leaves the room completely empty room besides me yes and a security camera that you look at, right? Mm-hmm. Don't want to make your character. Well, of, things, cor- of course he'd look at it. Looking at the camera, it powers off, drooping down. I don't like that. The door opens again. A bald Japanese man walks in, uh, wearing a long lab coat, uh, large, not a large beard, but a kind of unkempt beard, strands <laughs> kind of hanging down. Welcome to the Life he Foundation. <laughs> Welcome to the Life Foundation. <laughs> Have a good life. <laughs> God, fuck that. Now listen to this song by Eminem. <laughs> I'm overboarded. I'm Eddie Brack. I'm Eddie Brack. Eddie Brack. If you have no one could detect by now, this character, Alex Altman, is... For the record, um... Yeah. I made this character before Venom was invented. <laughs> yeah, before, <laughs> before I was born, even. <laughs> For the record, uh, uh, I don't think Venom is a great movie. <laughs> Just leave it for the podcast. <laughs> so, so it's not that I do. I'm a fan of this movie. <laughs> I just like the character from the books. Books. The comics. People They're keep all the books. Media. <laughs> all right, let's get out of this tangent. Uh, um, cut. No, this is staying in. No, this is staying in. I refuse. <laughs> I we have to pad out our episode. Girl, this I is will quit we... the damn show. <laughs> Here, I have to. House of Troubles is falling out. It's trends on Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. Of course. Um. <laughs> anyway, he sits down at the table. You know, we're not sure what you are. Yeah. Where are my manners? Let me introduce myself. You can call me she. And you are? No, I can't really move my hands. I'm being cuffed and all. Alex. Sure, that's for the better. Listen. In moments, you're going to be released from here. Oh, boy. He sits back. He stands back up, kind of pacing around the room, pacing behind you. We're not exactly what you are. And I know these meatheads would sooner kill you if they do find out anything that I know about you. 
I'll let you off of a warning, and this. He grabs your head, sticks something cold metal to your neck, something injects itself into your neck, and you can feel just something squirm around for a few seconds. I'll let you off of the warning. What? And a small gift. What the hell was that? That's for me to know. I look forward to seeing you again after my tests come through. He exits the room. Cutting back to the two kids. So you a Lakers fan or a Raiders fan? Actually, um, neither. I don't uh, really follow uh, ba uh, basketball, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I kind of like the Packers. Football, you know? Understandable. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm more of a Steelers man myself, but you know. Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> After that, the door opens and the same middle-aged agent, which you have to assume is Agent Orville, uh, walks in and sits down across from you. All right, we, we watched the, uh, the cab logs. Listen, I don't think you're involved in that at all. Uh, we have records of you being detained from the storm incident. Listen, it, that was just not a smart thing to do. You should have just complied with them. We were there. They would have been captured anyway. Anyway. Uh, I guess you're free to go. Uh, we'll be keeping some eyes on you. You might be scanned at some state at the uh, checkpoints. But uh, beyond that, again, just try to be a little more smarter and don't attack Atlas agents. Not all of them are going to be as nice as me. All right? Thank you. Right. Uh, what about our friend? Uh... Last I checked, he takes out a small uh, little device, checks the screen. Man, it looks like he's being released, too. You'll uh, all probably meet up at the front gate of this compound. Not the front gate to the city. Not that you'd think that. Now we'll have to make our way back. No. So, Orville escorts you through the, uh, through the uh, single hallway out into the yard that this checkpoint has in the center. And then in... Uh, Towards like a sliding gate. It's not folding in, it slides in and out. Uh, and he, he escorts you there, and Alex is already waiting there. Uh, you were just, you were, let, you were let out moments ago. Yeah. Yeah. You kids stay out of trouble, all right? All right, thank you. You hear a voice over the, uh, the, the announcement system. Step back from the gate. I know I shouldn't have brought up sports teams I don't know about. <laughs> That's good. Uh, a jock like yourself? The gate slides you know closed it. in your faces. And you're left uh, in the financial district, uh, where most of the business comes down and offices and stuff like that. Well, we didn't uh, attack any agents. We were trying to run. That's why they let us go. He said, "Next time, don't attack any agents." Well, we didn't. We well, didn't. Don't touch run anyone. from them. We're gonna have to agree to disagree here. Well, you, whatever, Everett. Well, we need to get back on another train, I guess. Uh, um, actually, you, you're close enough that probably you could walk to the main gate. The main gate connects the two northern districts, so. And you're on the edge of the financial district, so. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Where were you headed? Ever heard of Fifth Village? Picking up a lead there. There's only so many of them. Funny. You jog your memories. That is where both of you live. Oh, he knew. <laughs> okay, good. Just making sure. Everett knows. Just making sure the He's flow of information is coming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we should get going, then. Hopefully been... we don't get robbed this time. I'm gonna have to introduce myself to you, R and I. Hi, uh, I'm Everett, her best friend. Please don't follow me when I go home. Thank you very much. Wasn't planning on it, kid. Alex. <laughs> but now I am. <laughs> oh, I'm so yeah, everything that happened. Um This is Alex. He and I uh knew each other when he was uh, uh I was a freshman, he was a senior. Mm-hmm. And what do you do exactly, buddy? Uh, freelance journalist. <laughs> and you? Student? Scientist. Ah. Alright then. What story Eliza are you starts walking. Mm. Eliza starts walking away from you guys. Mm. Down the way. Yeah, expecting these two to follow at some point. I mean, point. like what person would. He does not stop. He doesn't follow. He's standing right there trying to, try to size him up. Oh. Crack any famous stories, pal? Yeah. What was your most recent violin? Fireman saves cat from tree for the 11th time? Uh, no, that's not my type of story. I'm what you call... Never mind. I cut this. <laughs> you know what I was gonna say. What you call it, Chad? <laughs> no, I was gonna say truthist. <laughs> so cut this. No, this stays in, bitch. Uh, it's okay because Everett's a truthist too. No, I do believe Everett's you, a scientist. I do believe we want this to get gradually more, more professional. You need to learn to not make stupid decisions yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh my God, truthist. Uh, uh, give me. If this is being cut out. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, great job, pal. And I, I pat him on the shoulder and walk away. No. I didn't say anything. So he just, so in reality, he just stuttered? No. No. <laughs> How would you call it? Great job, pal. Yeah, he cut him off. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure thing. And I walk away. Friends well, got a real, entertaining. <laughs> little friends got a real attitude. You gonna catch up there? Yeah, 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 when he catches up. Wait. Alex kind of jogs towards Eliza. Mm-hmm. You can see him mumble something to her. I. Uh, I don't know what that's about today. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know what anything's about today. So. You were looking for a lead uh, on what? Just, uh... I'm not going to try and scoop the story out from under <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're pretty uh, pretty good at uh, you know, falling leads. Uh, but, I don't know, some... Uh, some stuff that's admittedly 
out of yours and my league. Real shady stuff with uh, uh, less than savory businesses. Uh, <laughs> Contact of mine told me they had you a fifth street village. corner. You reach a street corner. Yeah. Just I'm know. already looking out for people. It's bustling. It's the financial district, so a lot of people moving around. A lot of people making moves. A lot of cars. Luckily, you just need to keep it on this one road. It should take you right to the. And yeah, I know the descriptions of the city are not that, not that good at the moment. But you know, I need to get more of a mental image of it. To be honest, Eliza's just walking and talking. Alright. Okay. And uh, at some point, Everett pushes past both of them because he's he doesn't like this. He just wants to go home. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Give me a give me an overview. Uh, I mean, she's m- m- uh, mostly be asking him about like, you know, uh, what he's been doing since uh, he graduated. You know, is he doing okay? He obviously looks a little disheveled. Hmm. Alright. And you? Um, he's uh, telling him, uh, telling her the, uh, kind of, he's not really going into the details. He's just saying, uh, things could be better, you know, you know it works, uh, the job's fine, but, uh, you The know. things about your life you tell colleagues. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dodging all the questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alright, you guys are able to make it to the main gate. It's this large arched way, hundreds of feet tall. It's currently open, and there's a bus stop there. Uh, you know, classic covered canopy style. It shouldn't be a couple more minutes until the next bus arrives. Is what I meant. I start trying to flex my wings. He's getting. It starts to cramp when you try to purposely push them down a lot. Even and and they were just. Forcefully pushed down. Yeah. By the by the bound condition, which by the way is gone. Okay. <laughs> I figured. I I mean, it just mechanically it is gone. Because <laughs> you're still walking around with the cord around your body. Yep. Just. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna let me out or? Uh, yeah, there was definitely that discussion. Um. All right. So what do you guys do? Uh. It, uh, Eliza has a seat on the bench at the bus stop, you know, uh, and checks her phone. Uh, it's like... It's like five. It's like the newest model phone. Yeah. It's like five. Uh, you get the time permit. But five. Yeah. No missed calls, no worries. Thankfully. She wasn't really expecting any. <laughs> I mean... Oh, yeah, good point. Sorry. <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It belongs to the floor now. Yeah. So, you guys are just gonna wait around for the bus? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Not that many notable people uh, come to wait for you with you. There's a few you can see a construction worker, definitely still wearing the uh, the vest. Uh, he's got mud and grease on his face. There's a um, yeah, just honestly workers at this point. They're trying to go home to the villages, to the suburbs, uh, as they're sometimes referred to collectively. Everett becomes a much more friendly to these people than, yeah. uh, than Alex. Uh, there's one notable person, though, um, kind of hidden, you can smell it. Sulfur. Mm-hmm. Man on fire. Oh. It, you immediately go, 
taken aback, and then you realize he's completely just standing there. He's got this black hoodie on, large kind of backpacker's uh, uh, sack on his back, um, ripped jeans, which show a bit of, like, smoke and flame coming out of them, and mm-hmm. uh, seem to be, like, loose, uh, loose-fitting, probably Converse. Do I know this guy? Oh. Okay. No. I don't want to assume anything, because I'm a freak myself, so I want to see what his actions are. Yeah. He kind of just stands there waiting for the bus, um, pulling the hood over his head more and more as he tries to hide any piece of him that he can. You okay? Uh, sorry, what? You alright? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You? Hard day. Yeah, they're all hard after that. You get it. (laughs) Of course I do. Hard to do anything in this city when you're made of fire. Hard to be anybody when you're a bug. Ever. I hear that. I hear that. Everett. Hmm. Agni. That's what I go by now. Nice to meet you. He puts out a hand to shake. Mm-hmm. And he hand does. is not hot. That's where I thought. So that's your due date? Yeah. View of us, uh... I run with a little crew, usually. Uh, a lot of them are incarcerated at the moment, but uh, we all gave ourselves new names, try to start a new life, you know, after it was turned upside down with these, what do they call them, augmentations? Curses is what I call them. Might as well be. <laughs> yeah, kid. I don't know one person who walked out of that with a net gain. Not one. The bus pulls up at this point. Uh, it's a long, double, double-spaced uh, bus with that little accordion in the center. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts piling in. Eh. We're in this together, around. though. See you around. He comes. He, he gets on the bus. You guys get on the bus, I'm assuming? Yeah. I'm yeah. assuming you get on the bus. Yeah. yeah. I follow, yeah. Oh, oh, my God, trust. Trust. Oh, my God, <laughs> he sits by Everett. Alright, you? Uh, he's definitely making you take the window seat and she's gonna sit. He he doesn't really get close. Just, he just can, uh, finds his own. You've been giving off weird vibes today. So. You get a window seat, Alex. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah. And staring out the window. We're gonna... The bus starts moving. Trucking along. Across the country roads as it nears... Closer and closer to the small villages on the outskirts of the Crown City plot of land. Have you been okay today? I don't want to talk about it. I... I don't know what's going on, but... I can't help if you don't... Don't know what's up. I just... I want to help. What's to help? And he like opens out his arms, and instinctively his wings also open out the same way. Uh, is is that why you were fighting with, or whatever you were doing with Alex? No. Then, then what is it? What's going on? I don't like him. Simple as that. Why? Because. <laughs> You're 
Wow, that's such a high schooler fucking thing. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Cutting over to Alex. You've got a window seat. Yeah. You're kind of leaning against it. Uh, usually he'd trying be... Trying to get your brain back on track. Usually he'd be, like, a bit more observant, but now he's just tired at this point. Yeah. It's like, it's been a long day, even though it's been, like, two <laughs> it's hours. Two hours, yeah. keep it awake. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long two hours. It's so been a long two hours, yeah. 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 Um, just like this as you... <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that was picked up. No, that was definitely no. below the gate. Yeah. Good As you sit there, looking out onto the road, gazing out, thinking about what you're going to need to do, try to find this guy. You don't have much information, you just know he's in Fifth Village. And you hear the voice again, but this time, uh, strange, uh, tired, almost reflecting your, your state, fading in and out. Where are we going? What are we doing? Who, who are you? Where are we? What is this? Uh, rubbing his eyes, he... Tiredly, he says... He responds to the voice. Who are you? I don't remember. Need the rest. The voice uh, kind of fades on that rest. Yeah. All right. We get enough trouble with these guys as it is. I don't need him bringing you into more trouble. What? I can handle trouble. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm fine. I've been fine, okay? He just gives a squint. <laughs> you know what? Just stop. Stop trying to... I can handle myself, okay? Let me do that. Fine. But I'm picking the movie tonight. Whatever. And with that, as the bus pulls into the final turn and the fifth village sign appears on the side of the road, we are going to end the first episode of Storm Chasers. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Storm Chasers Actual Play Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and we'll come back for more. Next episode, we'll see these heroes... Investigate a small mystery in their, well, for two of them, their hometown. The other one will be investigating a mystery of his own. If you want to find us as a collective, we are at House of Troubles on Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to find me uh, personally, I am at uh, Gabriel Haran 3 also on Twitter. Uh, if you want to find me, it's Krusty Kami Art on Twitter. You'll find it in the bio of House of Troubles. I don't have any socials. I'm a ghost, bitch. <laughs> if you want to find me, I'm uh, UR underscore Zen on Twitter. Uh, I don't do anything anywhere else because social media is tiring. Anyway, uh, see you next week. And thank you for listening. See ya. Bye. I don't need to thank them. Mm -hmm.